Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 378. We're talking with Casey Gonzalez of Tenmomi on opening a noodle shop, a thousand bowls of ramen, and chef life TikTok. And uh, as always, go ahead and get into the comments and make sure and check out the six questions with Casey Gonzalez, where you can learn a little bit more, a little backstory. There'll be a bio up there and uh, and super fun. So some really great thoughts there. And we're here every week, Tuesdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Mountain Time. All right, let's get uh, let's get Casey in here and let's talk. Chef Yo. Salty Casey, what's going on? We chilling. Jersey life over here, man. <laughs> I love hearing that. I love hearing that. I know you're not chilling because you're a hustler. You are always, always looking to build your brand, build your business. Always. You have intermingled them so deeply. I mean, sure, sometimes you're like, I don't know if I'm a chef today or a content creator <laughs> or just a line cook and, you know, mm. or a dishwasher. And sometimes you probably are encompassing all of those in any given moment. So kick us off first. Let, talk to us, Tenmomi. What is it? Where is it? Temomi, what is it all about? Um, man, Rutherford, New Jersey, Temomi is a handcrafted, chef-inspired ramen experience. That's my catchphrase that I keep saying because good. I, I like feel, it. yeah, I feel like it's my 21 years of experience all into one meager bowl of ramen noodles. And the reason, the reason why that phrase is there is because you know, growing up as a dishwasher first, and then making all the way to exec. You kind of learn quite a few broad spectrum of everything, sure. Um, and then you st you start to specialize in what you want. And I I went deep into Asian cuisine, I should say. Um, being Filipino first, I have a lot of culture where my taste buds are primarily for sour and bitter notes. Right. I, I I strive for sour and bitter. So when you actually taste my bowl of ramen, it, you're gonna I and my on everyone that tasted it first, they kind of like, huh, it's it's a different it's a different bowl i was like yeah it's not your it's not your regular it's just not pure umami with other yeah. kind of flair in it it's really yeah. that now they're tasting sour and bitter mm -hmm. and they can't they can't they don't know how to process it yet because it's also it's a, it's a delicious form of um of cuisine so that is that is my that is my encompassing in that little tin mommy thing as a ghost kitchen right now we're only open one day a week on monday but it's uh it's a full week of work to just work yeah. though one day so it's insane yeah yeah and and it is so much work mm -hmm. just to put out some bowls and and you're solo so anybody make I'm sure solo. check out check out the the tiktok for sure chef salty uh because you're just you're in there cranking out bowls and so you'd be like yeah i did 20 bowls you know 40 bowls whatever it might be and you're like okay that sounds fine by yourself by right? myself so, and yeah, yeah. that's sometimes what it takes, not necessarily just being by yourself, but being willing to do what it takes to kind of bring your vision to life. So I've always really mm. appreciated about that, about what you're doing. 
And so you have this thing, and I love this. It's a it's a count up. You are working towards up. a thousand bowls of ramen. What's that all about? Thousand bowls. So the thousand bowls came about where I was like, I think doing though um it's a it's a two-part kind of question. Doing finances, I've been at it for 21 years. I know how to manage the PLs. That will give me enough for a solid like four month lease on a small space, okay. all that money that I accrued. So whatever I can get, I, I'm looking for an 800 square foot space that will allow me just four months of it. that building. Um, but then again, we also talk about CapEx and that's your, your expendables, et cetera. But we, we don't want to get into too deep. Wait, wait, I do want to get in this for a second. Oh, okay, then we're good. Hold up. Yes, I, yes. I, this is good. My bad. Because we do not do enough of this. We are so emotionally connected to the food mm. that we forget. You're trying to create a fucking business here. Yes. And yes, so yes. like you've done the numbers, you've run the numbers, you know, the math. I think it's incredibly important for chefs to understand that we don't want to do that. We don't like it. Like, and so I don't. really appreciate that you're doing that. The other thing Very you're crucial. doing is not going into a 5,000 square foot space. Like you and I came up in the industry. It was the chef driven yeah. 5,000 square feet with eight seats at the chef's counter all of that that math mm -hmm. doesn't work like you no. just can't generate enough you either have to be uber expensive or you have to move volume and it's really hard at the level of food that you're talking about so i do yeah. really appreciate that give us a little bit more of that you know somebody else is right now going i want to make a thousand burgers i want to make a mm -hmm. thousand tacos i want to make a thousand pupusas i have mm -hmm. no idea how to do that besides the fact that i actually know how to produce the food what, what, what else they need to be thinking about to get to that? Man, thousand just so home? I guess for whatever, whatever concept you're building, um, have a POS system that will work for you first. Okay. I, I learned this last because I, I called everyone. I was like, how can I do this all myself? I, again, one, one man person sell kind of right. And without any kind of platform, having a POS and a KDS system, mm -hmm. right? I just needed literally just a KDS so I can monitor everything. So I highly suggest doing everything website-based. I'm using Square platform. Okay. And they have an app. Yep. And it's just, it's literally just like a KDS in your kitchen. It shows up your order. I can do it all myself now. Low low plug for Square. Uh, they charge 20 bucks. Again, you're, this is uh, something you need to think about every month. And then obviously credit card fees. It's something you have to think about also yep. um, that nobody talks about. I don't know why, but you should definitely talk about it program that into your lot. menu yes. i do quite a bit <laughs> that's good the biggest one though that i did not realize uh did you know uh doordash uber eats whatever those yep. delivery services are 30 percent off the top right off the bat yep that's why a lot of markets are are saying 15 cap all those type uh, of things 30 percent it's wild 30 percent that's that's wild. why that's Dude, that's you, you might need a thousand uh, twelve hundred <laughs> bowls of ramen. I, I might there. need like two grand just it's, for oh my goodness. All said and done. But all right. Again, I want a, a couple a pack a couple things. Uh I yeah. really like the fact that you're thinking about the technology. Another thing we struggle with, right? We yeah, make yeah, things yeah, with yeah. our hands, right? We're Luddites. We don't want the technology. So the fact that you even have the KDS, the kitchen display system for anybody mm -hmm. who's still the Yeah, the tickets. <laughs> who's the tickets in their nightmares and their oh, dreams. Uh, are still working off that system. KDS is, is the way to go. You can just manage mm -hmm. it so much better. It's a smaller footprint, all those things. Credit card fees. Here's the thing. Every POS provider is actually a credit card processor. That's how they yes. make their money. 
They just happen uh -huh. to have some kind of technology unit that then is the facilitator of that. So understand the business that they're in mm -hmm. and how that affects the business that you're in. So this is gold, man. This is important stuff. We don't talk about this enough. And I like that you're interweaving this. You're bringing your Filipino culture. You're bringing your fine dining experience. You're bringing mm. 21 years of experience into the food and yeah. you're trying to make it a business and then you're doing this chef life tiktok i love this <laughs> chef salty for anybody this dude will like crank out a bunch of bowls and then be like show us like you know what he's prepping or working on for like next week and then yeah. be like bro that was fucking hard and like, <laughs> real. You're, like you're real you're raw people will, like haze you and like you won't back down from being like here's mm. the life i'm living i don't know what you're doing with yours yeah why did you commit to creating that portal for you to be able to express yourself? Because most chefs were like, that's a waste of time. I'm fucking busy. Yeah. I got a thousand bowls of ramen to make. People don't actually care. It's all fake Instagram mm -hmm. bullshit. But you committed to it. Tell us why. Well, I guess I guess it's uh, another two part question. Uh, social media, if you're not harnessing it, you're, you're losing on money. Yeah. Right. As a business owner, as yes. a business centered individual if you're not um using these tools then it's a waste right this is something that people can see of me personally yep. that i'm doing that they can follow thing jensen i quite people like yo i saw you on tiktok i just live yeah you know, i was like yo here's an extra egg on me thank you so much amazing and here's you know a video saying? of you peeling eggs. marketing yeah <laughs> Dozens and dozens of eggs with a spoon. Good no, technique. Thousands, thousands, thousands right now. It's it's freaking ridiculous. Um, but that social media, if you're not harnessing the the tool, you're, leaving money um, you're, on the table. you're missing out on the money. Yes. Leaving money on the table. Especially yes. nowadays, you you have to have it. It's mission critical. Actually, you don't, Literally, it's as important as you having don't a have menu. To have it. You have yeah, to yeah. have it. Yeah. You have to have it. Or you don't have to have it. You know, yeah. let's play, let's play the little devil's avocado. If you don't want to, cool. You're missing out. If you do, cool. You're, you're gaining some stuff, yeah. right? You want to be so niche that, you know, you don't have social media because you think you're cool. All right. All right. You'll probably live like six months and then you go bankrupt. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe if That's you're the very talking. best, single best in category <laughs> in your market, you don't yeah. have to play that game. Otherwise, yeah, play the game and play it well. Play and, it well. And, and be you. Like every moment there is such amazing content happening in restaurants and we have to mm -hmm. show people it. So love yeah. that. And two and myself. Two -parter. What was the second part of that? So you got so, you got to commit to that. What else? Social media, right? You have to have that presence, but be your actual self. I, I don't play off anything other than me. What you see, literally what you see on the screen is me 100% personified. As salty and as as ridiculous as sometimes my con uh, my content is, that's yeah. just how my brain thinks and this gives you like a little a bit of myself in my eyes as i see life in a thousand bowls pretty much mm -hmm. so th that's a two-part kind of answer I to appreciate that, that look every business has to build rapport and trust yeah. and confidence in their customers i don't care if you're selling hoodies or if you're selling pos's or if you're selling a thousand bowls of ramen and the other thing is like other people are selling ramen and there might be people whose ramen is better than yours or whatever. Mm. They have more money to spend on social media and marketing and they have a better space and location, all those things. They don't have you. Yeah. Right. Every food item now can be commoditized, but like the yeah. human capital that you have, the brand that you have, nobody can commoditize that. And there's mm -hmm. thousands of line cooks and servers and bartenders who are the true asset, the most valuable asset that yeah, a business yeah. has. 
and we keep just being like, here's what's on the plate. Fuck, man, come on. So yeah. I appreciate that. I know so much more. Honestly, like I know more about what you do and how you roll than what's on your menu. Yeah, exactly. And it like it's, matters you more get, to you, you know me. I, I'm the person that I'm portraying. Like that is, that is me. My yeah. menu is cool. It's whatever. It'll yeah. pro it's probably the best New Jersey Robin boy ever. Yeah, let's go. But you, you're going to know me first. Yeah. So that's, that's, I make that point across quite hard on my, on and anywhere. I appreciate that. that. And, and you're engaged with the chef community, you know, our, our boy, Joshua Wolbutt, like love mm. seeing him come down. Another great content creator, uh, chef authorized Brandon, like you guys get down. And so like you're, you're one man show, but you have this reach where now you're putting out content of you peeling some eggs. You and I are now talking. Now it's another yeah. layer of opportunity for your business that mm -hmm. most people are sleeping on. So really, really appreciate that. What's, uh, what's the number? Where are we at in the thousand? Oh, you want to do oh, hold people on. the number to kind of wrap so people can start to hit up those yes, pre-orders. Right. I know you're talking about your pre-orders. You do a good job of bringing value. Uh, mm -hmm. you you be yourself you also educate and then you say hey i need you to order some bowls of of ramen let's go <laughs> let's, you know we so we broke 600 695 to go finally wow yeah wow that's that's incredible just imagine i did 300 bowls myself but just my hands nothing um all the pains with it too which is it's i think it's essential to kind of learn like if you if you are the chef like you know we talk about it too like um if you don't know how to do all the stations, I don't think you should talk. I don't mm. think you should even be the front person. You should know how to do everything just in case something happens. I'm giving it firsthand where I'm literally doing it first. Um, and it's it's nutty, but very doable. Once you get into your system, it's like this. Well, then you don't know it until you can teach it. Now, when you have that shop, when you get it the 800 square feet, mm -hmm. when you're ready to have a team behind you, when they're all salaried, when you're all doing the things that you believe in from building culture, like you don't have to work every station, but you know exactly, exactly how so you can hold others accountable and more often know exactly how to support them. And we don't talk mm -hmm. about that enough. Chef Salty, get out of here. You got more prep to do <laughs> because everybody... Monday is the only day you can get this bowl. I love now, the exclusivity of it. So make sure 10 Momi, if you are in Rutherford, New Jersey, or if you are anywhere in, in New Jersey, New York, or New England, get your ass there and go support somebody like this. Make sure to check out the TikTok for sure too, because it gives you that inside glimpse and uh, appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate that. Did you want to learn how why 10 Momi is the name of it? Well, really yes. Quickly. I know we're ending. Let's go. So, I try to get ramen.com, nothing. Noodles.com, nothing. I tried every noodle variation under the sun.com, nothing. Okay. I landed on tenmomi, which is Japanese for handmade or hand scrunched. Yeah. The wavy noodles. Okay. Yeah. I put an N in the middle and it was available for dot com. I'm like, I'm taking it. <laughs> that's it. Well, that that's a perfect way to reverse engineer your branding. Go go yep, find yep, yep. that Google domain first. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> you even did that your own way. That's perfect. I did. What a, what a mic drop. KC, Chef Salty. <laughs> appreciate you. Cheers. Thanks so much. Peace. All right, everyone. That is it. <laughs> Love that. Way to bury the lead on 10 Momi. Once again, Best Served Podcast 378. Casey Gonzalez of 10 Momi on opening a noodle shop. A thousand bowls of ramen. Chef's Life TikTok. 
Again, get into those comments. Make sure that you go and check out Six Questions with Casey Gonzalez. You'll learn a little bit more about him, about the journey, first job in the industry, cooking with grandma. You know we love all of those things. And then, as always, we are here every Tuesday, articles, videocasts, podcasts, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Mountain. That's it. Appreciate you all. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.